1: yeah this is pastor Jolly John McCumsky
0: and this is pastor Tim Shakel and this is wrestling, wrestling with, with the, the basics.
1: basics and Tim we're, we usually do some silly stuff here uh, it's just part of the, our, our show but not today because we've come to the big conclusion this is the last time we have you here uh, with your a special revelation let me just say thanks so much Tim I know you're a busy guy you're going to school you're working uh, uh, Tim's looking for a church. If anybody needs a pastor, we got one right here for you. Um, so thank you for coming and taking this time to share with Revelation. And and honestly, Tim, it's been kind of depressing the last few weeks. We've had <laughs> things coming out of dark holes of the earth and a third of the world being destroyed and scorpions and demons and whatever. But you, you said we got some good stuff now to finish up our discussion. Revelation 21 which is just a beautiful, and it's the end. It's the, it's how things finally work out, okay? Uh, so if you see all the evil and wickedness going on in the world, remember that's not the end of things. Where do you want me to read from Revelation 21?
0: Well, we're going to start at verse 9, okay. because that's where the description really kind of begins. All right. And uh, just before this, just to set it up a little bit, yeah. uh, chapter 20, that's where you have the final judgment of everybody. Okay. okay? So uh, the dragon is thrown into the lake of fire, the, the wicked are, you know, uh, thrown into the lake of fire. That's the second death as opposed, uh, uh to the resurrection. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the, the people who are righteous, the people who are wearing the blood of the lamb, the people who are wearing the white robes of Jesus, they're the ones who participate in the resurrection. Um, and, uh, they get to be in heaven with Jesus as his bride, uh, for forever. All right. And that sets us up to, you know, what's that like, or at least a little bit like, we don't get a big picture, no, but we get no. a little bit. Okay. It's like a, a new garden of Eden, so to speak, but uh, that's what sets us up, uh, verse
1: 9 there. And I want to say one thing, because you're talking about this this big battle, final battle in Revelation 20, and and you know, uh, we like to picture that as this, this great apocalypse, and, and it's, oh, who, but no, you check it out, people, read Revelation 20, essentially all the evil uh, are gathered together, all the followers of the devil are gathered together, and boom, that's it. <laughs> They're done. There really is no battle at all. <laughs> it's just, that's it, you're done, I send you off into the The unquenchable fires. Uh, uh, So now what it's going to be like for those of us who have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. uh, Where do you want me to read, Tim? Verse 9 to where?
0: Um, Let's read verses 9 just to verse 14.
1: Then came one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues and spoke to me, saying... Come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great high mountain and showed me the holy city of Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, having the glory of God, its radiance like a most rare jewel, like a jasper, clear as crystal. It had a great high wall with 12 gates and at the gate 12 angels and on the gates the names of the 12 tribes of the sons of Israel are inscribed on the east three gates, on the north three gates, on the south three gates, on the west three gates. And uh, the wall of the city had 12 foundations, and on them were the 12 names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. Uh, so let's just start with that, Tim. What, what's going on there?
0: Well, just first notice the characters. Yeah. We have yep. the, the bride, that is the church, right? yep. or the woman who's in chapter 12, uh, and the Lamb, right? They're the oh, ones yeah. betrothed to each other, married to each other, right? Uh, yeah, the Lamb yeah. being Jesus. Uh, and... Uh, and then we see uh the city coming down. Isn't that interesting? It's not going yeah. it's not going up, but it's descending. All right. Yep. <laughs> from 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 God, from heaven. Um and we have all these jewels and stuff. And what do we know about jewels? They're sparkly, right, John? Yes, they are. So they, they're beautiful. They, they reflect light really well. Yep. So it makes things look bright and, and beautiful. Well it you has know, uh, the
1: glory of God, it's radiance. It's
0: right. Said, yeah. So man, you know, and we know that God is bright, so when that light is bouncing off the jewels, it will look all the more radiant, okay? And I mean, we have these 12 gates and 12 foundations, 12, of course, being representative of the church, of the people of God. Yeah. You know, we've got the 12 uh, tribes of Israel and the 12 apostles uh, in particular who are uh, mentioned um, uh, here. And uh, the the, um, the gates, you know, that has the, the, the names of all the what's <laughs> the names of the 12 gates have the names of all the tribes of Israel. Okay. Um, and uh, one question might be is, uh, you know, uh, uh, what are, is it the same names that are in chapter seven? Uh, because in chapter seven, um, the tribe of Dan is omitted. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah and yeah. In, in place of it is Manasseh, which is a half tribe from Joseph. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, it's the people of God's names on uh, all of these things. Um, And that's what we got. Another another thing is we have this gigantic cube. All right. So it's a big square as opposed to like a sphere, like what the world is today. And later we'll we'll kind of find out the dimensions of it. Uh, But the first thing we notice is that there's this sphere. I am not sphere, but this cube, three gates on each side, and they're always open. They're not closed. Okay, John? Yes. And and
1: isn't that the significance of the fact that there are gates on all sides and there's lots of gates uh, the idea again that you know Jesus said, "Go and make disciples of all nations." Doesn't matter what direction you're coming from. There's there's a way to get in to the the city of Jerusalem. Would that be a
0: well? The other thing about it, yeah. besides what you just said, which is true, uh, yeah. would also be that you know, in a city, you would close the gates because there's things to be protected from, ah. right? And so, so uh, yes. we don't okay. have we don't need protection from evil or enemies anymore. Yeah. You can yeah. just leave them open and people can go in and out as they please. It would be. Kind of, oh, uh, that's
1: a nice picture. Kind of, kind too, of yeah. the idea. Yeah.
0: Um, um, but if we move to the next verses, if you're ready. I'm ready, All sure. Right, so uh, verses uh, 15 to 21.
1: Okay. And the one who spoke with me had a measuring rod of gold to measure the city and its gates and walls. The city lies four square, its length the same as its width. That's the cube we were talking about. And he measured the city with his rod 12,000 stadia, Its length and width and height are equal. He also measured its wall 144 cubits by human measurement, which is also an angel's measurement. Uh, The wall was built of jasper while the city was pure gold like clear glass. The foundations of the wall of the city were adorned with every kind of jewel. The first was jasper, the second sapphire, the third agate, the fourth emerald, the fifth onyx, the sixth carnelian, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth, (laughs) Chrysoprace, Cryo-sparse? Cryo-sparse? Crystal Crystal <laughs> thank you. The 11th the j- jacinth; the 12th amethyst, and the 12 gates were 12 pearls. Each of the gates made of a single pearl in the street of the city. And we all know this was pure gold. I'm strangely, though, like transparent glass. All right, but, okay. but it's still
0: sparkle, right? Because gold, gold sparkles. still sparkles. Yeah, yeah. All right, so if we get uh, sign- some of more of the jewels and, and adornment of the, the Many city. Of which
1: I cannot pronounce. No, it, right. <laughs> okay. So,
0: one thing, though, is the, the 12,000 stadia. So, yes. we still have that n- number that relating to oh, yeah. 12 would be, you know, like the 12 apostles, 12 tribes. Yeah. So, it's referenced to. Uh, it's it's fit just for God's people, so to okay, speak. Okay. Right. Now, it turns out that the twelve uh, thousand stadia is roughly one thousand three hundred eighty miles on <laughs> each side. All right. So, I did the math on this, John. Yes. Okay. <laughs> right? yep,
1: yep.
0: So that is actually about sixty-six percent of the forty-eight states of the uh, you know the intercontinental right? that, okay. United States. Right. Uh, if you drove from Minneapolis to Spokane, Washington, yeah. that would be about how long it is on one side. Okay. All right. But that's how long, how wide, and also how tall. All right. <laughs> so imagine looking up. <laughs> and uh, so you got this huge cube. Um and um, so there's plenty of space. Plenty of space. If you're worried
1: about having a spot,
0: there's plenty of space. Well, apparently there's mansions there. There's so. mansions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I. So it's
1: not like those who think 144,000. After that, you're you're just out of luck. No. No.
0: No. No. There's there's plenty of space. All right. Um. And uh. So that that's about what what uh it turns out to be is 1,380 miles. Crazy? Okay. Wow. Wow. Uh, It's a big city. That's what we're saying. A big, big large city. And now we can move on, uh, unless you have more questions. Nope, nope. Uh, So go ahead uh, and read to the end of the chapter.
1: And I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb. And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and its lamp is the Lamb. By its light will the nations walk, and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. And its gates will never be shut by day, which you talked about earlier, Tim. Its gates will never be shut by day, and there will be no night there. They will bring into the glory and the honor of the nations. But nothing unclean will ever enter it, nor anyone who is but what is detestable or false, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life.
0: All right, so... Uh, we have this note about the temple, right? Uh, Yeah. And, uh, of course, uh, there's no need for a temple because God's there, right? Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, Adam and Eve, they had first access uh, to God. We don't need to go to a temple because he's there, all right? That's right. He he, would walk in the garden. He could walk in the garden, and he can walk in the garden again, uh, you know, with all of us present. We can see him face-to-face and not die because uh, he's... Uh, washed us clean. And uh, that's important to note. So, you know, nothing unclean. The only reason why we're not unclean is because he washed us clean with his blood. Uh, And in Revelation uh, chapter 6, it makes it clear that uh, he's the only one worthy to open the scrolls because he laid down his life and and shed blood for uh, all uh, of his children.
1: And I'm thinking of Jesus speaking of his own body as being the temple, too. That's where God dwelt. So, okay. Right.
0: So, so. Then we have this thing about uh, no need for sun, moon, uh, and 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 so forth to shine on it. Um, and now, there's debate. You know, is this literal or is yeah. it just to say that God's really bright? Okay, so maybe God's changing uh, how the planets work, or if we need planets anymore, who knows? Yeah, yeah. it's God's mastery. He can do whatever he wants. Maybe, and and for that matter, is he changing the world into a cube instead of a sphere? Who knows? So um, we have the sun and moon just to say that it's really bright. And then the fact that there's no, no night there. Okay. And now is that metaphor or is that literal? We don't know. But if it's metaphor, that would just be saying, there's no wickedness there. There's, you know, nothing bad's going to happen there. There won't be any death there, you know, no, no tears to cry there. Those those, that's uh, the, the gist of, of that.
1: And, and of course, what you're saying there—that is explicitly said in the Book of Revelation—that the tears will be wiped away, there will be no death, and what you said just earlier, right? There, there is no evil. That's why that you can keep, you can keep the gates open because I was thinking in, in the old way, you you would keep them up during the day, but as soon as darkness came, then you'd have to shut them up. Correct. But there's no need for that because it's all light. There's no darkness. Yeah.
0: And then, then lastly, just a note about. The book of life. Yes. Uh, yeah. John, if you but were to the get the lambs,
1: get... the lambs book of life. Right
0: now. Where, where else do you think that was referenced by the way?
1: I don't know where else is it? That, <laughs> <I understand?
0: laughs> that was in referenced in, uh, in Exodus. All right. And uh, Moses, uh, I would like to say famously, he said that, he, <laughs> you know, go ahead, write my name out of the book of life. You know, it kind of, you know, to sacrifice himself for, on behalf oh, of the people. Okay. okay. But uh, God replies, it's not for, for you to say, but rather, you know, it is oh, God to say whose okay. name is written in the book of yeah, life, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, all those, so there's another reference to, to the book of life. And so all those who are uh, saved, all those who are righteous, all those who are uh, saved by the lamb, wearing the blood of the lamb, the, the white uh, robes of the lamb, they are in the book of life and they get to participate in this new Jerusalem. Okay.
1: And and Tim, boy, what you just said just got my mind thinking, because there may be somebody out there that's right now listening to us, thinking, "Well, I, I don't, I don't deserve to have my name in the book of life." And, and I like what you said there. No, it's not your choice. You don't get to decide. That's not a no, no. But but God's the one that writes that name in there, and He does write the names of people who at one point we're sinners and people like Saul who says he was the foremost of sinners but i love the fact that it's the lamb's book of life cuz we know how the lamb feels about us he dies for us so i i think he's ready to write our name yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah all right where so uh, chapter 22 now yeah verses 1 to 5
1: They will need no light of lamp or sun, for the Lord God will be their light and they will reign forever and ever.
0: All right, so now we got uh, a little more about a picture of as much of a picture of heaven as we can get, yeah. all right? <laughs> and it's kind of an illusion or uh, uh, reminiscent of the Garden of Eden, okay? Because we have the river of the yeah. water of life, all right? In, you the
1: tree of life. The tree, tree of, of life, life, right? Yeah. So
0: in Genesis, we had... Four rivers, okay, yeah. and you know the Tigris and Euphrates were two of the famous ones, sure. right? And uh, uh, but this one in particular is the the water of life, okay, and um, that is also kind of an allusion to uh, other Old Testament references. You know, the the water or river coming out of the temple, uh, um, and uh, that was in Ezekiel forty-seven. Um, so it, it's uh, Life as opposed to death, right? Right. And, and the way living life the way we're supposed we were supposed to in the in the beginning, which is you know in God's presence, worshiping Him, uh, and uh, being able to uh, eat the fruit of the tree of life. And remember uh, what happened when Adam and Eve got kicked out of the garden.
1: Yep, they were they were cut off from the tree of life. Right. And, yeah.
0: And uh, do you remember uh, how God made the, sure that? They didn't eat of it we've got
1: the angels out right, there with the right.
0: fiery sword right so yeah. so uh but now the cherubim, by the way not just any, any ones but the cherubim yeah. right so now we have access to it again yeah. uh in the new jerusalem and uh 12 kinds of fruit uh each uh uh yielding its fruit each month uh so uh you know don't know what fruit it is but uh <laughs> i'm sure it's tasty and uh, you know I prefer the fruit over the vegetables.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Again, <laughs> affirming our, our position here. At the <laughs> it is isn't a vegetable every month. Yes. Go ahead.
0: Anyway, leaves of the tree were uh, for the healing of nations. So, you know, maybe it has special powers to give us, you know, eternal life, or maybe it's just, uh, you know, uh, uh, a way of worshiping God. Uh, either way, it, you know, there's no death. There's no uh, sin. There's, there's nothing wicked, uh, nothing from the consequences of sin anymore. It's all, uh, in perfection again. So, uh, and then we have, again, this reference to the fact that, um, there's no need for, for night, uh, and that, uh, the righteous ones, they, his servants, uh, they have, they can see him face to face to face because of course, you know, now we can't see to face to face or less. We die, uh, yeah. which yeah. is in, you know, Exodus. Um, if you know, where Moses is, you know, had special privileges to talk to God, but, uh, um, then we, uh, are there to worship. Right. And, uh, no light, no lamp, no sun, because we'll be there to reign forever. Um, so the Garden of Eden is kind of renewed, right? and maybe this is a better version of it because uh already you know there's some differences, especially if you take it literally
1: yeah because
0: yeah. you know you don't have the moon and sun anymore. I know I don't know what how God's governing the yeah, planets God's anymore if yeah. we got planets uh, but uh, his light is enough, his presence is enough, and that's peaceful because we're we're in the the temple of God all the time because. We're with Jesus. One of the things
1: you've done consistently through the weeks we've been together, Tim, is keep pulling in all the images in the Old Testament. And in fact, the thing that I've been impressed with several times is bringing it all the way back to the story of Genesis 1, 2, and 3. Uh, and, and again, this you got this here. It seems like the thing is everything that got messed up by sin is now being put back the way it should be. So now, yeah, the tree of life was supposed It's one of the things he said you might freely eat of. Well, we can do that again. Uh, the fact that, that there was all this division, right? What happened uh, at, at uh, 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 the Tower of Babel when everybody was divided. Well, now the nations are healed, which was the plan. Go to all nations. Make all nations uh, disciples. Now that's been accomplished and, and the, the, the curse is gone and, and and we can see, as you said, we can see them face to face because again in, in the old days you did. God showed up and had a chat with you but now so yeah, I, I love the fact that everything that God intended now is back to the way it should be and uh, forever and ever. It, it'll never go back to the old way again and especially like what you just said it'll actually be better
0: Right. See,
1: see if, you, if you thought God messed up, no, no. God had the plan, and we had to go this way. Uh, we'll have to ask him why that is. But it's so that we have something better than what Adam and Eve had. All right, Tim, where, where do we go here?
0: Well, let's read verses uh, uh, 6 down to 11.
1: All right. And he said to me, these words are trustworthy and true. Thank God for that. And the Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, has sent the angel to show his servants what must soon take place. And behold, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel that showed them to me. But he said to me, you must not do that. I'm a fellow servant with you and your brothers, the prophets, and with those who keep the words of this book. Worship God. And he said to me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is near. Let the evildoers still do evil and the filthy still be filthy and the righteous still do right and the holy still be holy. Behold, I am coming soon, bringing my recompense with me to repay each one for what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end.
0: So this is John's closing to the book. There was an opening to the book in chapter one, and they're similar in that we have the Alpha and Omega again, the first and the last. That's also in the first chapter of the book. And God, you know, you know that's the way Jesus makes Himself, you know, distinct and known there. Um, and then we also have kind of this commentary about uh, the the wicked and the righteous. Okay, which is you know we've just if you read the whole book already, yep. you know, yep. which beginning to end, you it's kind of a summary of that. You know, the evil will still do evil, the righteous still be be do right. Of course, God is hoping that the evils uh, ones will repent, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but. Uh, it's kind of just saying, thy will be done, right, to, to, to the Lord, you know, uh, may God's uh, plan happen accordingly. And uh, then this uh, beatitude, blessed is the one who keeps the words of this prophecy in this book. Um, and it's, that's part of the reason why the early church loved this. There's, you know, all this immediate blessing connected to it that is promised uh, um, uh, in the words of Jesus himself. And then if we could just read the, to the end of the chapter
1: blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life and that they may enter the city by the gates outside are the dogs the sorcerers and the sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and practices falsehood i jesus have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches i am the root and the descendant of david the bright morning star The spirit and bride say, come, and let the one who hears say, come, and let the one who is thirsty, come. Let the one who desires take the water of life without price. I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book. If anyone takes away from the words of this prophecy, God will take away his share in the tree of life and in the holy city, which are described in this book. He who testifies these things says, surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with you all. Amen.
0: So we have nicely kind of this invitation to participate. uh, So to repent and that we would partake of the tree of life, that we partake of the new Jerusalem, that we in particular partake to be in the presence of the lamb. And that's a nice way to, to wrap it all up there.
1: And I love the concluding verse where it says the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you all. Because in our syllabus, it's so easy to hear this as, oh, well, you better be the really good moral. And, of course, we should be good. We're not indicating that people should be wicked. No. But but, but we are indicating that the, the secret to being good and holy and loving is knowing the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is with us all, as it says or, Tim. You got thirty seconds. Any last comment? Again, thank you for being with us on Wrestling with the Basics.
0: Oh, it's been uh, a joy to be here, John, uh, and uh, you know I help people take these words uh, to heart, that the the gospel would uh, flourish in them, and that uh, it would go out to the world.
1: And why don't we say together with what John tells us we should say, Amen. Amen. Come, Come, Lord, Lord Jesus. Jesus. This has been Wrestling,
0: Wrestling with, with the Basics. basics.